yes, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? I am Vivek Emanuelia. Yeah. Yeah. I am a little bit under the weather, a little fever and cold. But I would like to thank and praise God for putting a hedge of protection around me and my family, the Brisbane Trade Group, and all my dear friends. <clears throat> Things could have been worse, but we are under the protection of God. And I claim that hedge of protection. Yeah, we're ready. Thank you. Praise God, Jesus. And Heavenly Father, I pray that in, in the name of Jesus, I command that sickness and emo to go out right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, by your stripes and wounds, he is completely healed because your word said that. Just to fulfill the scripture of Isaiah, his scripture is completely healed. And that's why we speak Joel 3.10. Let the sick say that I am healed. Claim that healing in you and you will see a mighty grace in your life. Okay, And give a testimony on the, on the telegram group. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, who else would like to testify? Isn't the God our real God? Do we love Jesus? Come on, let's testify. Give glory to God. Brother Vivek, I would like to praise and thank God yes, for, for the Holy Spirit for guiding me and helping me transform my lukewarm love towards the hot love that you've been speaking about. Yes, God. I would like to lift, impress Brother Savio and Janelle, who have made me a part of this powerful prayer group. They were, they've never given up in sending me the whole year of 2021 invitations to attend the prayer meetings. All I did was give them excuses. Either I was busy with work, family, travel, or would convince myself since I'm in Canada, it's 2.30 a.m. until 6 a.m on a Friday, which literally is a whole night of sleep before a working day. But then came a sudden change this January. When I got back with my family from a vacation, I tested positive, for which I'm thankful that God breathed us through a speedy recovery with food on the table, finances taken care of, and nothing to worry. The Holy Spirit guided me to use my time given during this time to hearing his word, which I thank and praise God for Brother Russell and Sister Shane, who for the time they spent every morning in the encounter with the Lord, sharing his word of wisdom, rather than me using that time on my phone or to watch TV to get into an idle mind, which could be the devil's workshop, well, watching, I'm sure would have bought happiness for a short while, but listening to his word made a difference in my life and brought joy in my heart, which helped me understand better the difference between happiness and joy. This joy has made me put aside everything that I do or I'm doing during the 4, 4 p.m. 
in Canada, which is during my working hours to join the 7 a.m. morning encounter with the Lord, to hear his word and glorify him. This itself has been a big change in my life. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, the reason I'm saying this is because I have obtained a grace in building that relationship that unfolds into every day's blessing for me. I would like to at least share two of them. One is of fearlessness and calmness. Before in normal times, I would worry too much. From the time I would wake up until the time I slept, there would be sleepless nights as well, which in turn would take a toll on my body, having to worry about kids, the house, my work, finances. In times like this, it's difficult not to do so, but the Lord tells me to trust in him. And he says to me to continue with my plans and to go ahead and ask for your heart's desire and not to fear because he is my provider. And whatever be the outcome for every situation, there is a reason. Along with this fearlessness, I also felt calmness before I would get upset on small little things, even if it was for the rightest reasons. My anger, upsetness would lead to fights, arguments, resentments, and my ego would head it all. Well, now I see it as the devil's work because in times like this, he got the better of me and brought out the worst in me. Even though I was fighting for what I thought was right, had taken away my peace of mind. Today, this calmness, I'm able to confront my wrongdoings or as well as of others with calmness, keeping in mind that God is the decision maker and who are we to make judgments. So I'm able to handle the situations with love, peace and understanding. This in turn has brought peace of mind to my body as well, my husband, my family, my business partner, and to my close ones. So every day when I wake up, I feel like something good is going to happen and something good is in store for me. Yes, absolutely. God keeps giving us this opportunity, gives me this opportunity day after day, week after week to stay and to together praising the Lord. So I thank and praise him for his mercies and his steadfast love. And I pray he makes me an instrument of his love and leads me into the purpose he has for me in this world. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a wonderful testimony. God bless you. And this is the real true testimony from the heart. Thank you, Marina, for sharing that wonderful testimony. May God always dwell in you and may his presence always be in you. And may you prosper in all that you do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, brother. Christina here. Yes, Christina. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this anointed group, and especially the teachings and the great examples and comparisons during the morning encounter with the Lord uh, about the potter's hands. And uh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through brother Russell and also excellent daily ref reflections and the praise and worship. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. And um, I was looking for a document in a concertina folder, uh, that, but I couldn't find it. And then I remembered Luke 8.17, and I kept searching for a while, declaring, 
Thank you, Jesus, that this document has become known by Luke 8.17. And um, after a while, I again looked back in the original folder and realized that the first flap had folded closed. And when I separated it, the document was inside. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And um, also at the hairdresser, they said there'd be a half an hour wait. And uh, while waiting, I said, uh, the prayer, the spirit of the Lord Jesus is upon the hairdresser and the favor of God is upon me. And I then prayed in tongues silently behind my mask and praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. They called me after only six minutes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise God. Yes, God praise Jesus. the Lord. Thank you, brother. Thank you. God Amen. bless you in ministry. Amen. God bless you too, brother, in your ministry. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. COVID and then lingering cough, severe chest pain. And I thank you, Jesus, for complete healing and my family, despite of day-to-day um, -day situation that is uh, that can go wrong. Yet I am still and praising the Lord, and everything is under His protection. And I praise the Lord. I also wanted to thank the Lord for Brisbane Group, each one of them who are responsible for their roles as they are mothers, fathers, working mothers and fathers and grandmothers. Yet Holy Spirit is guiding them and giving them wisdom to continuously do their part and expand the territory to win the kingdom of God. I thank the Lord for the people that I encounter, that I reflect Jesus and find, stand for the truth. Uh, three days ago, I was accused of something that I never did at work. And uh, based on that, uh, I would have lost the job. However, uh, a day later that uh, my boss called and said that um, I can go back to work yet in a different division. And uh, I thank the Lord that uh, I stood by the truth and uh, praising this day for everything and for the Brisbane group in the mighty name of Jesus. And I bless the I bless you, Jesus, and I bless the whole group and their mind and their body and and every word that comes out of their mouth. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Hello, Brother Vivek. Yeah, Vanessa. Yes, I'd like to testify. Uh, one is uh, for my in-laws. My mother-in-law had tested uh, positive, and she's the only carer for my father-in-law. And uh, we were constantly uh, praying, and we chose not to worry this time, but pray that everything's taken care for, taken care of, and they are protected by the precious blood of Jesus. Uh, my mother-in-law is vaccinated, but my father-in-law, because he's bedridden, is not vaccinated at all. And it was, it's a true, truly a big, big miracle that my mother-in-law, um, she finished her, she finished uh, the, the course of COVID and my father-in-law always tested a negative, though they were just in the house. And my mother-in-law was given the strength by the Lord Almighty to care for him and uh, praise God, they're out of it. And, uh, you know, all those days, even though she had flu-like symptoms, she was able to care, cook, because there was nobody, no one that who could come and help them. So yes. I praise and thank God for, uh, you know, just keeping them safe through, through this all. And yes, a very big miracle that my father-in-law never caught it, though he was in such close proximity to my mother-in-law. Uh, I also want to praise and thank God that uh, currently my family, we are uh, COVID positive and I was in close proximity with two of my friends and I was uh, worried at that time and praying and worried that they shouldn't get it but I chose once again to pray saying that Lord you've you know you've gone and when they do their uh, test it's going to be negative and I praise and thank God that uh, I came to know last night that all six of them uh, them and their families all of them have tested COVID negative so I praise and thank God for working this for me, this miracle in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And also for the miracles that works, you know, small things like maybe like I've forgotten something and the Holy Spirit has reminded me about it or the Holy Spirit has given me the right words to speak at the right time. These little, little things that bring, you know, joys within the heart. I praise and thank God for, for all that he's been doing in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, brother, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane, go ahead. I want to thank you for his faith for the week gone by his blessing and his grace upon me. I want to testify about the Ezekiel 37. The Ezekiel 37 that this uh, one brought me to this group. I came across the teaching in some other group and the two that only I joined this group. And after joining this group, I most of the teachings of yours, I heard it and uh, I wrote the scripture sharing it. But I used to hear this teaching a lot. Uh, at least once a week, I would hear this teaching. And I read daily, as it is registered, 1 to 14, 20, I read daily. And last week, during his uh, Friday digestion, when he was speaking about Ezekiel 37, the Holy Spirit inspired me, start writing notes for this Ezekiel 37. And uh, as soon as I heard that the voice itself, it was a great joy for me. A joy knowing the interest in the beginning. So I immediately started writing the notes. And I thank the Holy Spirit for guiding me through along, inspiring me, blessing me, and this kind of 
Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah, brother. Yes, Father. I thank and praise. Yes, uh, brother. I thank and praise the Lord for all my brothers and sisters, and for uh, the Lord for the gift of life to me. And uh, greater is Jesus, Lord, in me than He that is in the world. And I thank the Lord for the resurrection power. And this last week has been uh, a little extra struggle, but the Lord is so faithful, and uh, He. He proves his love time and again. And uh, yesterday I celebrated my birthday and the Lord showed his love by surprising me with a bouquet of flowers through Korea and a beautiful, delicious cake through the Korea through Sister Jane Matthias. And it was such a surprise. And I thank and praise the Lord for his love that he shows to me in so many little different ways. I thank and praise the Lord for his faithfulness, for the precious blood protection over me and my household, for Psalm 91, the permanent address in which we live. I thank and praise the Lord for each and every grace and gift showered upon me and all my own and the entire world, seen and unseen. Thank and praise you, Lord. Glorify his holy name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hello? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, this is any, I just um, coming not long ago. I come in on testimony time. I just had missed out all the, um, the other, less, the, all the, I confess, boldlies and all the uh, praising sessions. I was just start um, doing some bit of uh, uh, working on the board here, but um, I just come into this testimony section, session. So I think the Lord, that I'm in time to uh, testify, and then I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit for um, for this Brisbane prayer group and the uh, and the gift of the um, His Word that's always working around us all the time. This anointing of the the precious blood of, of Jesus on all of us and all the newcomers who come in here to all sorts of purposes for their curiosity and even in the all the other sessions that they have the prayer the prayer morning sessions and all that the um the rosary they yes um come here for the enlightenment to to just give them their uh, spirits um enlightenment and and uh, get some come to refresh their faith after being uh, out of the um, out of the word or not seeing um, uh, God, some that put, pushed aside and come back to reignite their faith in Him again. I like the uh, uh, thank you, Lord, for for um, calling them back. I like to thank the Lord for everything, um, the, the peace that He gives to our families and stuff. This stuff like this in uncertain times even at work uh, there's not much going on at work and there's all sorts of uh, odd, odd things that are on the half of the work the office staff are away, out, uh, at home and stuff like that but we're still not uh, too anxious um, the, 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 our work is still operating 
And um, even though it's not too busy, but even when we, my mind is not so, um, even though it does, uh, it does not worry because I know that uh, too much because I know that the Holy Spirit in intercedes and brings peace. And the day goes through with um, uh, quite uh, uh, satisfactorily. It, it just works. He works in all his mysterious ways and wonders. He knows that I know that the God knows us and our situations, our thoughts and our fears, and he and he answers it in his um in his own way. And, uh, and I'm, I'm glad that we are able to re realize it uh, afterwards. You know when we come and sit down and have time and sort of like meditate uh, on his word and stuff like that. He's, he brings all these um, insights to us and his wisdom and knowledge and it's great to sort of like yes. not have a, not a tormented mind, stuff like that. And I'm grateful for this um, Brisbane prayer group that is a really a blessing because this is what it's done. This is what I was seeking for. This is what um, I was expecting from the Lord to give me this peace, otherwise I'd be just uh, like a, a, a nut <laughs> in my in my own way. Just I just want things exactly the way I want them. Otherwise I get uh, cranky and stuff like that. Really change my life. But even though I d it doesn't go uh, things like it just seems like it's not going the way I want it. I'm more so confident now because all of a sudden it just turns out even better than sometimes what I think. And I'm sure yes, that um, it happens to all these people. And I'm, and I'm sure that the, the word and the word of God is real. And I encourage the newcomers to some come for curiosity, some yeah, come for all sorts of reasons, all, all people from all sorts of walks of life with all different purposes. That is always a blessing uh, to them. And they always walk away with some something to remember when they hear the word of God, lay spirit and in truth, and they really uh, can uh, meditate on it without any sort of like kind of accusations against them that he talks to you in, in, in peace and then in, in a reflective manner so you can get your mind around things quite effectively and constructively. So I think the Lord and the Holy Spirit and Jesus and these people spread the goodness of the gospel that is mind-blowing and they should encourage everyone to their kids growing up to share this uh, knowledge and just keep on going like that you'll never to the day of eternity thank you everyone thank you and all the people hearing the people's thank wonderful you. testimonies it's really it's great to hear thank you lord thank you jesus thank you Hello. Hello. Yeah, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. Good, e good morning or good evening, everybody. Good evening. Uh, it, is, it is 4 a.m. in Toronto. And actually, I thought I would not share any testimony. But after I heard, I think, Sister Marina from Toronto and the other sister, Sister Vandana, the Holy Spirit convicted me that I should share. So I just want to say that uh, last Sunday was my birthday as well. And um, my profession is an administrative assistant. And I've been working in the Toronto District School Board since April of 2019. 
And since that time, Toronto has been in the lockdown for the third time, which is uh, which just got lifted on the 19th of, sorry, on the 18th of uh, January. And God has been so amazingly wonderful in my life. I, I am a contract staff. I mean, like, like I'm a call a temporary worker because I don't have a full-time position with the TDSB, which is the Toronto District School Board. And he has put in my heart a great compassion for, for people, let's say, of all nationalities, of all creeds, of all denominations, Christian denominations. And I always wanted to work in the Catholic School Board, but somehow I never got accepted there, but I got accepted in the TDSB, which is the district school board, the public board. But even in this position, the Lord just gives me the courage to, to witness to different people and not just, you know, not just staff and teachers and other administrative assistants, but to principals and vice principals. And oh, I, so far, yeah, amazing. And so far I've given four rosaries to four different Christian people. Uh, yeah, actually all of them have been men, means principals. And I, I don't know, I'd like, and the, I even testified once to our lady, of our lady of, to our lady of Guadalupe, to a person, I mean, a, a principal, and later he became, no, sorry, he was a curriculum leader. Later the same person, Mr. Gibson, he became a vice principal. And the Lord has shown me so much of favor because this vice principal, Mr. Gibson, he recommended my name to somebody else. And, and I was surprised that he wasn't in a school which was very close to where I lived. And he said, oh, this is Lynette. I, I really recommend her, whatever, whatever he started to say. And then to, uh, right now I work in a school which is called um, Ionview School. And it is only seven minutes drive from my house residence. In summer, I can even walk there 20 minutes. But the amazing thing about the Lord is that during lockdown, all contract workers don't get called to the school because people are working from home online. But God has allowed me, I mean, through the power of the Holy, I mean, through, of course, the power of the Holy Spirit to be employed every day of those lockdown First of all, through in the beginning when it was really you know severe the number of cases, uh, he allowed me to work. I mean, not to work, sorry, but to get government assistance. But now, since 17th of December, we were on Christmas holidays, and we all expected that we would not be coming back because mm -hmm. of the Omicron virus. But my the principal I was working with said, Lynette, take this laptop home. We don't know what's happening, but you just take this laptop home the day before the Christmas holidays. And as expected, Toronto was again in the third lockdown. And that whole month, the Lord allowed me to work from home, except for the Christmas week, because the person, the, this new principal gave me the laptop. And it, it's amazing, like, uh, and the thing is, my husband and me, both of us are in ministry. He's a, he is a preacher of the word, like Brother Vivek, and I am more into, into intercession and praise and worship. And uh, the Lord, since of uh, first week of December, has enabled me through the power of the Holy Spirit to start an intercessory group every week on Tuesdays. And the first two weeks, it was just four people that came. 
and then we had two weeks of Christmas and New Year holidays. But then after that last week, 20 people showed up. And I was just amazed because where the where those it's only a women's group right now. But of course, sometimes the husbands are joining in. But I like totally amazed how did 20 people, how did it become 20 from four? Also, and, and another thing I want to testify is that the Lord just gives, like I love Our Lady of Guadalupe a lot and also uh, the Divine Mercy. And I always carry extra rosaries in my bag and in my, you know, in my handbag from Jerusalem. And so far I've given four rosaries away to four principals. And he just gives me the courage to speak to anybody, any new teacher, any occasional teacher, whatever. And I just tell them about Jesus. And I just speak to them in very simple words. And I even, of course, tell them one or two scriptures. And the scriptures that I really love is Ephesians 2 verse 10, which is that God has created us for a life of good deeds, which he has already prepared for us to do. Another one is Galatians 2.20. It's no longer I that live it, but Christ that liveth in me. And of course, Galatians 3.13. And every time I want to join this, like the Brisbane group, I also listen to Brother Russell in, at four o'clock. And that, that works amazingly well for me because from four to 4 p.m., the kids go home. I mean, the kids means the children go home at 3.20, all the schools. And then I just, I have to wait around till 4.30 because that's my shift. And from four to 4.30, there's nothing much going on. The phone stop ringing. So I just tune into you know, to the intercession with Brother Russell and uh, everybody else. And it has just made my life, my sorry, my, my prayer life, let's say, just enhanced by listening to everyone praying and speaking the word of God. So I just want to thank and praise God for this gift that he has given me and, and for all of you, especially Sister Shanine and Russell, Vivek. Yeah, and those are the three names I know because I hear them quite often, but the others also, I thank God for all of them. So thank you very much and God bless you all. Glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Leonard. Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yes. I just managed to get on to Zoom because I've been posting my testimony for two weeks already. I would yes. like to I would like to praise the Lord for me being involved in the early morning uh, encounter um, with the Lord. Uh, I'm, I'm in India, so my time is 2.30 in the morning. But I know it's the most best time for me because that is wow. time for me. And earlier I used to put on the alarm, but I don't need the alarm because I look forward to it, the joy. The joy going yes. through that encounter and Brother Russell's and the team praying together. It is, it is a beautiful experience. I also want to testify uh, that uh, uh, there has been something, uh, there has been a property which I have to, which I had to take possession uh, two years back, but since I was unable to take it, um, they have uh, charged some legal, uh, some extra charges and some legal things. So. I, I've been confessing the word of God in Colossians 2.13, uh, where it says that you that he's erasing the record that uh, stood against me, uh, something like that regarding uh, legal rejection, and that he's setting it aside for me and has nailed it to the cross. Beautiful. And especially when uh, the Holy Spirit also stirs me at that moment, you know, to share some word of God. And I have been sharing, like, for instance, Exodus 33.14, where 
and I, I, you know, I tried as, as, as I've learned to, you know, put my name, make it personal. When I put my name in the word of God, it is written and I say, Edith, it, there is some spring of joy that comes in my heart so beautifully that it's actually being manifested. Thank you so much, Brother Wakeford and your team and especially Brother Russell and his Shanine's uh, morning encounter. It is beautiful. I just look forward to it. And I enjoy those moments. And, you know, I'm awake till, uh, till four o'clock because I cannot sleep because it's so beautiful. That thing remains in me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You all who pray. Keep praying for all of us. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, sister, for that wonderful testimony. And yes, I see her every morning. That's such a joy to see her at 2.30. There are so many from different parts of the world that are joining in. But yes, I see this sister joining every morning uh, for the yes. praying in tongues. Uh, please share this uh, this beautiful praying in tongues with others also because I see, I'm sure all who join the praying in tongues can put an amen if they are being blessed because this is so powerful to start a day. Uh, I know Brother Russell and team that work behind, especially he works so hard in the night preparing for this to give us the morning word. So people who join the morning praying in tongues, I'm sure you would only have something good to say that they are being blessed. Uh, for those who join live and also for those who do it on the recording, especially on the, you know, listen to data to it to start their day. I'm sure they will be blessed as well. So we pray for Brother Russell and his ministry because he reaches out every day. This is 365 days, even on Christmas Day and also on every day of the year. There is no stop. We praise and thank God. And also pray for the rosary team, you know, which, you know, Janela has wonderfully led that team. It's such a beautiful joy for the people who are part of the rosary team. I'm sure you can put an amen if you are blessed to be part there interceding with, you know, asking Mother Mary's intercession for all of us. Uh, uh, it's so great to be part of the rosary team because it's again a big family praying together. There's anointing of the Holy Spirit again there. So the people who are part of the rosary team, okay, and everyone who leads as well, there are different people who lead. I'm sure they are blessed to I will only share one thing. If you are going out and bringing Christ to others, remember you are an employee. I always believe that I work for the Lord. I'm an employee of the Most High God and he is a just employer. Remember my words, the Lord who we work for is faithful. Do not worry about your finances. Do not worry about your health. Do not worry about anything. Okay, whatever you may go to physical turmoil and all the ups and downs because we are worried, but the Lord says, whatever you go through, I blessed you. So you'll be blessed in everything. So yes, uh, remember if you work for the Lord, just don't worry. You say, Lord, I work for you and I know you'll take care of me. Where people may have the degrees, the qualifications, the money, the finances, but I have Jesus and he's enough. His grace is sufficient for me for this lifetime. I'll have all that I need. I'll never lack. In fact, I'll have more than what I need to give others. This is my prayer daily and I share this prayer with you as well so that you can also pray it and speak it to the Lord. So just remember one to always invite someone, bring someone to the Lord. And that is what you need to do. And that's when you become a part of his ministry, the very purpose for which he has sent us on this earth to bring souls for Christ. He says, become a fisher of men. Thank you, Jesus, for these wonderful testimonies. Yes, there's anyone else you would like to start a teaching today by 7.30 so that we go on time. So we just Vivek, got around. Yeah, Pramila here. Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh... I would like to testify for one of our uh, long distance relative in Goa, who yep. I got to know last night, all of a sudden just fainted. And I don't know whether he slipped into coma, what they had to rush him to the hospital. And um, 
and doctor said he's not responding and he is uh, to any treatment and um, you know we cannot tell whether he is going to live or what because we, he's he's totally you can say nearly like a dead person kind of uh, on the bed hospital bed and um, so today morning i put a prayer request in the brisbane group and uh, for him and uh, i just got a call just before i logged in brisbane that uh, uh, now his fingers are moving his toes are moving and the doctor came and said there's a good news that he is now finally responding to the medicine and he is started moving his fingers and toes and that is a really great miracle because yesterday we thought that he would he would pass away because uh, the doctors had given all hopes and i want to thank everyone in the brisbane prayer group uh, all the intercessors and all who are praying day in and day out and i'm sure he was also prayed for and uh, you know this miracle is happening and their family is also relaxed and um, uh, yes this is uh, what i wanted to testify thank you thank you jesus that's so nice pramila and i would always recommend as pramila said if there is any requirement please remember we are a family even if you are getting a headache or something that you would like to us to pray for please put it on the prayer group and uh, as russell has worked so hard to get us the telegram group please join the telegram so that you are blessed uh, you know as there i said russell has worked hard to get there because we can increase the number of people joining and as pramila said no. put petitions on the group and somebody is praying for you pramila isn't it yes one small uh, petition also vivek uh, uh, not petition sorry one small testimony of mine i just learned to drive the car last year and so i always used to take the car you know morning oh, early morning to run right because uh, because that was the time where uh, i was uh, happy to drive because there was not much traffic and you know how it is in mumbai you know anyone yeah. comes in any time and no one follows the yeah. traffic rule and i was safe but i had to take my son yesterday to his college and i i had to take him and it was during peak time i was uh, so restless that i did not get sleep at night so when i got up in the morning in the name of jesus i rebuked that fear and i said holy spirit you taught me to drive uh, you know now at this age you have taught me to drive and i'm confident that if you are with me that no matter what the situation is on the road i will drive the car well and the holy Praise spirit you are going to hold the steering for me and you are going to help me drive and then i took the car out i let all the fear leave me the fear and i said i'm not going to think any more about it and i got the car out i dropped him to college yes there were you know a lot of uh, obstacles and you know how it is on the road i took him and i brought him back and i was so happy at the end of the day that it's during the peak times i could drive the car without you know the judgment on the road and you know if someone would just cut through to have take a control over the car and everything yeah. went so beautifully well and i thank the holy spirit because he increased my confidence uh, through him my confidence has increased and he has blessed me with the spirit of uh, a daring spirit a bold spirit and i thank yes. holy spirit for giving me that bold and daring spirit to face the situation no matter what i feel and i believe that he is always there with me and he will help me this is my testimony thank you thank you pramila for that wonderful testimony thank you for sharing as well thank you jesus thank you hi brother i'd just like to add my testimony as well yeah yeah um this is from this evening just before our prayer meeting could start where we had 
with um, rain in the last few days, we've had leakages in our roofs in the office and some of the carpets and all that were wet. So there was a bit of, um, there were people working to fix all of that, but there was a bit of smell and we've been working through all of that. So I returned from work earlier this afternoon, well, late afternoon, but earlier from my usual time, um, about just before five, that's just before our prayer meeting could start with um, a severe headache. And I just thought I'd come, um, come home and maybe rest a little before, because I had half an hour from 5 to 5.30 before our praise and worship session starts. And I thought, well, maybe I'll just rest a little and watch TV. And then I hear the Holy Spirit saying, no, no, you shouldn't go watching TV. Um, just go and do worship music. And uh, it was a bit of a funny conversation where I'm saying, no, I think I'm, I'm a bit tired. I want to rest a little. And he says, no, no, go and go into worship music. So there was a bit of backwards and forwards and I finally said, okay, I'll, I'll just put on worship music and I'll sit and listen and maybe that's a better way to rest. And uh, as I put on the worship music, started worshiping with it as well. And in a very short time, I find I found that my head started getting lighter and you know, the headache was gone. And he says, see, I told you this was the right thing to do. So it was, um, well, it, what I'm really trying to highlight is the, the way he talks to you and you can have, you know, personal conversations like a friend. I'm sure there are many on the group that will be able to testify to it. But for all those that are sort of new to that um, engagement with him, this is how he speaks. I just wanted to highlight that bit. So it was, it was definitely a healing there, but more so, well, you know, talk to him, give him an opportunity to talk to you. And you see the kind of conversations you'll have with him. You really enjoy that. I also wanted to, to um, highlight two testimonies that have been mentioned on uh, YouTube chat as well. There's one from Madhu Pardeshi who said, I thank the Lord for his hedge of protection around me and my family. And there's another one from Diana D'Souza who says, thank you, Jesus, for healing me and my family from cough and cold. So thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I think there's one more testimony. I see a person with their hand raised up. Whoever's got a testimony, I can give it. Yeah. Got five Please yeah. feel free. Sorry, it's, my, it's Lil. Hi, my name is Lil. It's the first yeah. time that I've joined your group, but I do join the JCIL prayer group in the morning sometimes. I yeah. just want to reiterate what the people uh, have mentioned before in the testimonies. Um, I had a very good job 10 years ago, and I gave it up when my granddaughter was born. And I think um, I was hesitant. I think it was evil one telling me, don't give up this money involved. But I said no. And I, that was what I wanted to do. And I think the, going back, the Lord actually worked for me because now I work for the church. I work for the Lord. And I'm so blessed. I cannot tell you how I'm, I'm much more blessed even financially where before I was working. I'm so blessed oh. and so much at peace. And I go out and help people as much as I can. And I... Each day I surrender to the Holy Spirit and ask him to help me. And I walk with the Holy Spirit each day. And I just want to ask you guys to believe in the Holy Spirit and ask him for your help and guidance. And he's always there with you. And you will find that it's a smooth sailing. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I also thank and praise God for all the people who are today there praying with the Lord. Uh, we should not take for granted that we are alive today for people who are saved from accidents, for people who are saved from all kinds of mishaps and every kinds of problems. God has kept you and me alive. We are breathing today. We should thank and praise God for keeping us alive. And I thank and praise you God for keeping me alive to preach your word today and bring Christ to the ends of the earth. And that is my testimony today. For thanking God. Praise God. Amen. Yeah, we've got four more minutes. Anyone else, please? 
people testify. We want to be on time so that you know we ensure that everyone gets a chance for the testimonies. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. I would like to thank God for the gift of life. Again, today one incident took place just at 1.30. I was just cooking and my gas stove was on. Almost my cooking was all over. Only my um, one gas stove was uh, on and vegetable was on that gas. And by the time it was cooked, I don't know, uh, I just bended uh, to search something. I was uh, this. I was literally, and the gas was hot, and I didn't knew. And almost all my cooking was over, and I just went to bring something more in the kitchen down. I just bended, and I heard a noise that the gas stove cracked. And this, before, before one week, uh, two weeks passed, the company people had come and put a new pipe for the gas and they had told me that this may happen but I was not ready as per incidents happened anyhow but I praise God that I did not that it broke into such pieces so all that gas was broken and nothing happened and all things which were on my gas stove was as it was and not a single glass piece went uh, no injury took place I thank and I praise God for this incident, for saving my life. And this is the second time in this year. And for the past, um, continues in this pandemic, some of the other things are happening to me, but my Lord is saving me for a good cause. And I praise and I thank God that I come closer to you, uh, closer to him so that I may be spiritually strong to testify and glorify and become strong in his word. I thank and I praise God for all this. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yeah, Brother Nathan, how do you praise the Lord? Yeah, fine. Brother, I want to thank the Lord today because I remember the day I wanted to sell my school bus. And the word of God says, God respects. The way we, whatever we do, he doesn't stop us from doing. And so I tried selling my bus as I testified many times once in the group. And the, the many people had called me. And by evening, they said, we'll come with the money. But no one came. And I didn't know why it was not happening. So I started wondering, like, I said, Lord, I want to sell this bus. And I went into many times I had, didn't have faith in the Lord. I said, I don't think the bus will start again because the pandemic was going so much stronger day by day. I thought that was the end. But at last the bus didn't go. I bought it home. And I kept it at home. And then also I and I saw, tell people I can't go to other jobs because of mummy at home. And many people used to tell me, forget about the job. You're taking care of mummy now. That's okay. I used to say to myself, that's not a meaning taking care of mummy. But what about my job? I said, the Lord, Lord, I know I take care of mummy. But when I tell anyone, they say, no problem. God will bless you, you're taking care of mommy. But nobody used to highlight me that you should go for a job or you should look out for a job. I used to find very funny when people used to say this. And I had given up. I said, no, now I think the bus will not start. And it happened that uh, suddenly in month of Jan, the new one has come, Urukrum, the new virus has come. And there I said, Lord, I think so. Things are going to turn new for me and uh, let the bus be there. But it was a great surprise of mine. 
I was so happy that today the school started. I have six children that came in the bus and I started my, the Lord blessed me and started my bus again today. And as I went down, I met a brother who's a non-Christian. He said to me, he started laughing and saying, you have a 17-seater bus and only six children. What is wrong with you? I told him, I have Jesus with me, who is the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever. And I told him that when I had cancer, I used to always say, when I have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in me, cancer cannot be in me because my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. In spite of having cancer, I used to profess this and cancer left me. When my wife did not conceive the child, without the conviction, she was not having a child, but I used to profess my wife has already conceived and the child is in the womb. But the child was not in the womb. But I said, as I confessed the scripture, that Abraham was the age of 90 and his wife was 80, the Lord blessed him. His wife could conceive, why not my wife? And believing in Jesus, in faith, she conceived. And today also I speak out in faith that I don't have six children. My bus is full with 17 children in the name of Jesus. And I told him, you will see the mighty glory of the Lord because I said to him, I will claim the scripture 1 John 4, 4. Greater is my Jesus that is in me than the enemy yes. that is in the world. And then I claimed him the scripture. Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And in this two years of pandemic, my Lord said, you are my elect. You will never put me to shame. He never allowed me to stretch my hands to, to others for finance because I'm not a borrower, but I'm the, I am a lender in the name of Jesus. Yeah, and I thank the Lord, brother, before my job start, I had reached out to someone in some way. The brother came to me. He had a lot of problems. He's from Kalyan. A lot of difficult moments. I said, Lord, I, before my job start, I'll sow a seed in his, in his life. Yes. And I praise God for this today. My work started, Brother Vivek, once again. And Brother Vivek, I remember you telling me on the end of December, after you called me Christmas, you told mm. me you're blessed, your job is blessed, children start coming in the bus. And whatever you spoke has happened today. My work started back again. Kids came in the bus. I started my bus service. And I had to give glory and praise to God today in the basement prayer group. Yes. I thank you, thank you and praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Brother all Vivek. Glory and, to our Lord. Yes, and all the people in prayer. Even if you remember, you remember when you were praying for a child, I told you you got a son at that time <laughs> yes. before you even started up. I hope you remember that. Even before yes, you used to say that, okay? I say you already got a son and I told you speak that you already got him and speak as if he's already there. Brother, okay, I remember one more those thing. days. Uh, when I when my proposal had broken, I'd come to your house and I was about to kill myself. What you told me, the Lord will bless you with another. I was depressed. I remember that also. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. And I thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Brother, my work started again today. I told Jesus I will okay. give my tithes honestly. I will reach out to yes. others who are in need of finance. And I thank you, Lord, yes. for blessing my business in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Remember always, you, the person who gives will never lack in life. Yes, brother. Okay, for someone who wants to be blessed in that teaching, okay, I remember 
we are not asking for anything but you give wherever you would like to give okay wherever yes brother where the yes, where the lord wants to give russell can you share that teaching on tithing okay that's what the holy spirit is putting on our heart for people who want to be blessed in the financial area of their life remember this teaching was a very powerful one after we did that we seen blessings in everyone's lives so i share that with you please go through that teaching and start following don't just go through it follow it and always give in faith because give it to the place in your churches wherever you want to give but remember god will bless your hand so much you will always be a lender never borrower always plenty never lack always on top never bottom okay so that is god's money you have to give it to him okay so please share that uh, with someone i think we have a teaching on that area okay i think jane has also put some notes on that jane has it can also share that uh, you know the notes so jane i think you written on that not your journey is brother is brother yeah can you share that again on our okay on telegram because we are closing that other group so please share on telegram for anyone who wants okay. that okay you would be blessed mightily in that area of tithing the biblical way okay this is jane has also written the entire teaching for someone who wants to go through it but don't just go through the teaching you have to you know adhere to god's word okay so let's start our teaching for today and thank you so much for the wonderful testimonies please keep them coming and as uh, russell you had a announcement to make before we start yeah just a quick short announcement about the the whatsapp group being shut down by the end of this month so you have three more days before we migrate into that into um, telegram and uh, the whatsapp group will then be shut everyone on all our messages all our links and everything will be shared only on telegram uh we have we are listening to some of the concerns you have so we're taking that up with telegram to see what can be done about deleting individual messages um but by and large telegram has a lot of other better features as compared to whatsapp and the biggest one is the ability to have a larger group where you can have up to 200000 members in it so we're working on that front as well from our end but we encourage each one of you to join telegram uh if you are enjoying this teachings also subscribe to our uh, youtube channel and please share this with your family and friends because if you are benefiting from it just this it's always a blessing to you know to give that benefit to others too so please share that please i encourage each of you to join the morning praying in tongue session for reflections and for learning more on the word as well as uh, interceding for others and then the evening rosary and the divine mercy that's another powerful session there so there's this yes. there's a mighty presence in all of these sessions that's what we really want you to get it's not about you know coming and uh, listening to someone preach or teach there it's more of the presence of god that touches people we can't do anything on ourselves it is he who does it all Amen. yeah absolutely yeah and there's one one small last request for all those that are currently on the zoom meeting as well please identify yourselves do not come in as zoom user or you know any other acronyms or unidentified names we'd like to know who all of you are so please if if you are signing in as some unidentified name or a pseudonym please change that to your real name likewise even when you join the telegram group please do not put initials or do not put such short names or pseudonyms please use your full name so we know who you are it's better when we're engaging and praying together with each other and for each other for each other we know whom you know that that prayer is for and with so that's a small request thank you thank you jesus okay and don't forget sabio as well sabio are you there yes sabio yes rick yeah sabio and uh, sabio sh- uh, shares his wonderful uh, i'm sure people who are blessed can you put an amen if you're blessed with sabio's actual sharings it's touching me as well 
okay i want you to also share those reflections savio are you putting that on facebook as well could you share that the reflections that are posted also on facebook right yes have you can hear me it seems to be a yes. little tech issue i think but the savio does share his reflections every day yes. uh, on the facebook uh, group as well as on telegram and uh, whatsapp and he's also started creating a new facebook event now for every friday evenings bible study so that now we can all go on to our own facebook pages and share that event with our own contacts that's that's an easier way for us to share it and that way all the information is captured there and more people can be reached and blessed by you know this teaching every friday evening thank yes. you thank you jesus okay let's start our teaching for today so father god we thank and praise you that we come in the name of jesus and all of us every word that comes from my mouth should be only filled with the holy spirit and only his word nothing of my flesh but everything from the lord and only for his glory take all of me and give me all of you lord jesus thank you lord okay so we are going to do it to do benefits of redemption now this is a very powerful teaching it goes deeply into blessings and curses okay and so it's going to be a two part series because i don't want to you know rush through it so we would try to get it done in two parts so that it's easier for all of us to understand this now god has made a way for us to be delivered from the slavery of the kingdom of darkness to become heirs of the kingdom of light and yes that is what god has done for us the way that god has made it is through the death of our lord jesus okay jesus christ on the cross so on the cross jesus took upon himself the curses to us by our disobedience so that in turn we might enter into the blessings done by his obedience so the disobedience of mankind becomes the obedience uh, which was earned by him so these blessings cover the whole area of the kingdom of light both the curses and blessings are worked out in three main areas of our life that is the spiritual area the physical area and the material area so we'll we'll try to cover some parts in this teaching so that you understand now when we say spiritual i always shared one thing and which is very clear today we did that uh, beautiful hymn you know you say i am uh, weak when i am strong okay so we say i am strong even though i am weak why does joel 310 speak you know speak exactly opposite of what you're going through because there is a power in your confession now when you say i confess boldly and you confess that i am strong even if you are weak everyone is torturing you that your workplace your spouse is torturing you your children are harassing you you're going through your mind is as good as blasted you just do not know where you are and how long you want to live that is your situation at this stage at this stage you're not at a situation to even pray and even even ask for prayer because nothing is going through you you know those voices in your mind that are coming and saying give up it's over it you're finished at this point of time joel 310 comes in and say speak exactly opposite of what you're going through and that's why it says when i hear those voices in my mind saying that i'm not good enough for giving up say i am strong so that's where the weak stand up and say i am strong in the lord jesus imagine how you are making that confession that confession is not made in a realm of the flesh it is made in the realm of the spirit saying lord you have taken it all and i give it all to you when you are sick 
so sick beyond measure where the doctors are given up hope the world has given up hope there is nothing in the world that can cure your disease or what you're going through that's when the lord says say i'm healed and you speak that healing of the lord by claiming that scripture in your life saying by the stripes and wounds of jesus i am healed everything in the physical realm says you have given up but everything in the spirit realm says you are healed okay when someone says you are poor when you don't have a job when you are unemployed people who are going through unemployment people who don't have money to pay off their rents they have got a rent coming every month you don't have a money to pay an emi or a mortgage to pay your car you know the car mortgage or any kind of loan that you have or you have a credit card debt that's on you and you're finding it very hard to pay that loan or pay that installment you do not know your gathering money from one source to another source and you're just wondering how the next installment will be paid and the lord says speak that you are rich at that point of time the lord says joel 310 speak that i am rich and i'm saying saying this from testimonies i've personally seen including my own life where i chose to give at a situation when there was nothing and the blessings that come after that unfolded in such a way that i didn't even know how god got involved now if you want to get involved there the lord is saying follow my word hearken to my word today's teaching is going to be a very powerful teaching if you understand how blessings and curses come into our lives when i did this teaching once upon a time earlier people said no it's not true because curses are not true yes you are totally right curses are taken on the cross but you need to understand the concept to understand what the lord has taught us and to claim those things in our life every provision is made but you need to confess it you can't say it is all done by the lord so i'm free that is the lie of the devil because he says you can be lazy you don't need to confess anything everything is done and only to believe and see that the the curse takes effect in our life so let's go through this teaching and see how it happens in the spirit realm i always say speak exactly what is going opposite of you if you are going through a troubled marriage speak a blessing in the marriage because the lord clearly says if you sow love you will reap love if you sow hatred you will reap hate reap hatred sowing and reaping is a spiritual law if you understand it you will only get the result that is happening but someone will say brother my spouse is the same he's not changed at all or he or she has not changed doesn't matter you may have to sow for many years but keep showing love keep showing happiness keep showing joy keep showing love joy peace patience these are all spiritual you cannot encounter them it's always giving it is not taking it's always giving so let's look at this now what are the spiritual curses from which jesus has delivered us likewise what are the spiritual blessings from which jesus has made available to us and first of all let us look at this now this teaching is important for people who want to be out of these curses we have to break it you cannot just be out of it from nothing okay <clears throat> so we'd use the scripture and see how powerful the scripture is so let's look at what causes these curses and how does it come in come across now go to deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 and 2 so we'll talk about the blessings first how the blessings come across by the way 
I have shared this with someone. If you can put an amen, remember we had done this back in the past. How many of you have actually started claiming these first fourteen verses that I will be always the head, not the tail. I will be always on the top, not on the bottom. I will always lend, not borrow. These are the blessings. The top fourteen scriptures of Deuteronomy twenty-eight are blessings. If you claim this, you will only see money in your life, wealth in your life, blessings in your life, health in your life. You will see relationships being restored. And I shared one more thing. I'd ask Sister Jane to put a. We had a teaching called, uh, you know, that is what she said, Ezekiel thirty-seven, speaking life in dead situations. She has shared this. Uh, please go through that because there's a powerful prayer at the end we made, and many people who had broken marriages, broken marriages, absolutely dissolved. Those people have come back together and they're living happily. There are testimonies after testimonies. So do not whatever we teach here. is actually put in practice and you see the blessings in you people who had never got jobs are working with wages that never seen in their life people who had never been happy in a marriage have been so happy now children have been happy they are happy people with very very bad health have seen wonderful health in their life god has become a joy in their life and for people who are so busy they have so busy to make time for prayer prayer has become a part of their daily dna they cannot live without prayer today for those people who are busy have become now made prayer a part of their daily life put an amen take came that and give glory to god that you always would be a prayer warrior for christ till your last breath amen yes can you please read this now it shall be if you diligently obey the lord your god being careful to do all his commandments which i am commanding you today that the lord your god will will put you on high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings will come to you and you if you obey the lord your god Okay, take me to any S version, please, in this one. Yes, sir. Now I just want to know one word there at the end. It says overtake you. How many of you would like the blessing to come? And is this any S only? Yes, any S. Any S. Okay. Uh, can you take me to King James, sir? King James. okay the word overtake you know what the blessings will overtake you how many of you we run after blessings but here the word of god says the blessings will be ahead of you even if you run on the other direction the blessing will come and capture you and bless you you may do whatever you want but you'll be blessed how many of you want blessings all the days of your life even if the situation is bad for you that also will turn to be a blessing in my own life i know that has happened okay uh, i would just thank and praise god for all those times which have been a total true blessings and i'm sure so many would be able to testify this is how blessings overtake you when you hearken and listen to the voice of the lord so this is observing the lord and his commands now we all can fall short but the main thing is you know is to repent repenting is very important when you say i'm sorry lord and he only says say sorry and come back into the house it's important that we repent okay uh <clears throat> let's also now look at 
the reasons why there are curses that come into people's lives. That is verse 15. Can you take me to verse 15? Now, this teaching can be a make or break in people's life if they listen to it. And after this, you'll only say, Lord, I'm being blessed because you will not even realize how the blessing will overtake you. But I want you to go through this in depth and please apply this in your daily life. Amen. Yes, go ahead. When it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Now, there is also an overtaking in the curses in people's lives. Now, many times people are going through different kinds of problems. Okay, we hear of people having series of miscarriages in their life. Okay, definitely there's a curse operating 90% of the time. People going through all kinds of deaths in the family, unexpected deaths in the family. Definitely there's a curse that's happening somewhere. Okay. If there is something going wrong in, in people who have mental issues continuously in that family or in that whole area of the family, or if some people are always unemployed or people are always drunkards in the family, there is someone who has to stand up and break it in the name of Jesus. And please remember, this is what the redemption is all of, where we are redeemed. We are not, we are not losers. We are victors because of what Jesus did on the cross. Again, I speak to you. This topic is a make or break for people who understand it, will always have blessings overtake them. And that's why it's an eye-opener when I, when I did this topic first time. And today, again, I share this and let's understand this. That's why I'm doing this in two parts. <clears throat> okay, so it's vitally important for us to understand the, the decisive difference between receiving the blessings and receiving the curses. Okay, receiving the blessings and receiving the curses. The distinction is, is all summed up to an important phrase which is, says, listen to the voice of the Lord your God. This is all that it says. If you will listen to the voice of the Lord your God, then you'll be blessed. If you do not listen to the voice of the Lord your God, then there would be curses. So our whole destiny for well-being, for disaster is settled by the voice we listen to. And listening to the voice of the Lord and obeying what he says will bring blessings but not listening to the voice of the Lord will bring many curses. Of course, it's not sufficient to listen to the voice of the Lord unless we obey what he says. So we have to obey also and put it into practice. So it's very, very important for us to understand that we have to obey God's word and put it into practice. Now, it is not that anyone, we all are sinners, including me, no one is righteous. And that's what Christ said, I came for the righteous. We also know that Jesus Christ died and became a curse offering on the cross. That is what we know in Galatians 3.13 and we claim that. But the truth has to be applied into our life. You cannot say it happened, so I don't apply it. You choose as a believer to break those curses because God has given you and me the same power to use that scripture, believe in it and speak it out and claim it. Once we claim this into our life, Many times, many generational curses will not go down from our side and it will always remain, it will be broken. So this, if you look at it, it's an important topic and that's why it has blessed so many people 
when it's an eye opener that is get to know it for people who have actually used it they could see only blessings overtake them now when we obey what he says we'll always have a blessing but not listening to the voice of the lord will also bring many curses so it's as i said it's not just necessary to listen to him but to also obey what he says it's also impossible to obey what god says unless we hear his voice because his voice tells us what he requires us to do the great the great spiritual danger that confronts most of us believers and professing christians is to become insensitive to the voice of god now many a time god speaks to us but all of us are busy we are busy in our daily lives we are busy to listen to things we are so busy that time has become a scarce commodity god has got just 10 minutes of my day and everything else has priority including facebook and every social media and everything that i do has got time in my life it's important we have to put god first because we give him the first fruits of our life some people said when you talk of a tithe it's a tenth of a day so that's 24 hours is 2 hours 40 minutes is for the lord some people religiously put that amount of time daily for the lord saying that that is your your time so as we say we have a morning you know encounter with god for those who can start their day you know starting it with prayer interceding now this encounter is not about yourself it's about interceding for others we choose as i shared with you whenever you pray for other people with problems in their life god hears your cry and always heals you you don't even realize how you know you got healed of whatever you're going through or whatever problem you're going through. many people who have never slept in their life have slept like babies because they pray continuously for other people they don't say god i'm not getting sleep i'm not getting they remove the eye and say lord why am i complaining of not getting sleep i will be awake for you all the days of my life as long as you want me to be awake but i pray for all the people there who are not getting sleep lord i pray for them to sleep well like babies i just take out the eye from me i just don't exist i just take that eye out and pray for the others with similar problems and bring their problems to the feet of the lord and pray for them as if i'm praying for myself with the deep amount of love saying lord hear their cry hear their cry and soon you realize the lord can work in your life because now you're an empty vessel you're not a full vessel full of yourself saying lord only me only bless me only bless me don't bless anybody else only me now you say lord not me why are you looking at me lord i'm not worthy of your blessing lord bless everyone who i'm praying for keep blessing them take this heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh and soon you see blessings after blessings in your life okay now it's very important that we continue uh many may just continue in their religious activities and duties which are habitual and form it's a formal way and it's a kind of a lifestyle that we have cultivated without any ongoing awareness of god's voice we are doing our job and we say okay we go for our rituals do our prayers but there is no word of god in our life it is a very dangerous situation where we pray and say i pray i fast i give my tithes i do everything but there is no jesus there is no relationship there is no encounter in your life where can the holy spirit speak if the if the word of god is not in your life then how can that blessing ever come because there is no voice to listen to whichever voice is speaking you think it's god's voice through all dispensations one requirement of god is that his people listen to his voice now let's go to the bible and what it says 
Now let's look at Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 22 to 23 and what it says about listening to God's voice. So in this God explains why he what he really required of Israel. Book of Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 22 to 23. For I did not speak to your fathers or command them on the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices. But this is what I commanded them, saying, Obey my voice and I will be your God. And you will be my people. And you shall walk entirely in the way which I command you. So that it may go well for you. Okay, so this is very clear. And the Lord, as, as I speak this, the Lord straight away puts Joshua 1.9 as well. If you look at Joshua, he was not at that situation because Moses had died. And he was too young to, to take the people to the promised land. And there was fear in him. And then God said, uh, can you take me to that scripture? You can take verse 8 onwards, 8 and 9. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will achieve success. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified nor dismayed. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. Amen. Okay, straight away go back again to the scripture. This was out of context. The, the Lord wanted me to take you there. Take me to Jeremiah 7, 23. Now I'm talking about curses in the area of the spirit realm. Okay. And these are important. I take you to scripture. By scripture, we dissect the Deuteronomy 28, 15 onwards. The curses are terrible if you look at them. But I've gone through certain scriptures which the devil is using every day in our life now. And if you and I are part of this, it's no one has been out of it, but we have to understand this. Okay. So yeah, as we understand the scripture, the simple requirement of God to the people is obey my voice and I will be your God. He clearly says, obey my voice and I will be your God and you will be my people. Okay, so this is the word that he speaks. Now, the requirement, as we clearly understand, is that you may think that the New Testament is a bit different. It's only in the Old Testament that this is all that is happening. In the New Testament, there's nothing different. I want you to go through John chapter 
10 verse 27. So that I'm taking you to understand that this is not just from the Old Testament. Someone will say, brother, teaching only from the Old Testament. Let's get to understand that it's also in the New Testament. And we all heard the scripture, John 10, 27. My sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. Okay, so my sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. Okay, the Lord knows us because we listen to his voice. Now I'm going through a very deep part of understanding. Please pay full attention to this. Now, as we understand, the simple pathway to God's blessing is to hear and obey his voice. We have clearly spelled that out. The inevitable end of not hearing and obeying God's voice is to receive the curses. And now we get into it. Okay. So now I'll briefly list for you the curses in the spirit realm or in the inner part or in the inner realm of our personality that result from the disobedience to God. If you are disobedient to God, it means you do not listen to voice and you become totally a rebel to God's word. Okay. You do exactly what an opposite of what he says and you don't listen to his voice, this is what follows. Now, this is from the book of Deuteronomy. In the verse Deuteronomy, take me to Deuteronomy 28. Now, for some, it can be confronting. I pray that the Lord gives us strength to go through this because it affects everybody. So we are going through something which is, can be very confronting for many, but this is how it is, and we have to face it. So we're going to Deuteronomy chapter 28, 20. These are spiritual curses that come into people's life in the spirit realm, inner being. It affects the mind, okay? The Lord will send against you curses, panic, and rebuke in everything you undertake to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly on account of the evil of your deeds because you have abandoned me. Okay, in short, it is confusion. People who get into this and who are abandoned God could be confused in what they do. Always people are confused whether to go right or go left because they do not listen to God's word. Now, on the other side, we have learned if you are confused, what we do is we straight away go and take James 1.5 and say, Lord, at this stage, I lack your wisdom, but I know when I call on your name, I receive your wisdom. Okay, and you would give it to me without any grudges. And what we all do, what the Lord wants here is a repentant heart. Okay, none of us can escape it and we all are fall, including me. Okay, confusion is something which the devil is allowed to because we have broken that word and not listened to God's word. The devil gets an easy hand to enter in and create confusion. Confusion and panic always come into situations. Savio, does it happen? Yes. We panic at situations in our life, whether you want to take a decision, whether you take a right turn or left turn, especially you're driving on a highway and many times a wrong turn could, could be your life. Are you getting me? Yes. So it's very important that we realize that when you go out doing things, you always have the Lord with you. He's your strength. He's your guide. He's your comfort. He comes first in your life. Nothing else has any effect in your life, including your spouse, including anyone. He comes acknowledged first in your life. 
Jesus is that name which has to be the name above all names in your life, in your job, in your in your when you get up the first name, in the day your first your name, when you close the day you say your Lord, you are the Lordship over my life, Jesus. Everything is through you because He is the way to the Father. There is no other way. I'll also put this on record and speak it straight away. God the Father is not a name. Holy Spirit is not a name. They are syllables. There is only one name that is Jesus. He is the name that heaven acknowledges. That's why Philippians 2.10 calls him the name of all names. So there's only one name that you can put on your lips and that is Jesus. Okay, so without Jesus, you don't have the Holy Spirit. So when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, that's when the Spirit comes alive. Okay, so let's understand this. So this is confusion. Now, Savio, you agree. Confusion comes all the time in our life, right? Yes. Panic and confusion. Okay, let's yes. hold on to the next one. Verse 28. These are spiritual curses and this comes in. In our formats. If you do not, if you are not open to God's word, you will not understand that there's the evil one operating here. You will think it's normal. The Lord will strike you with insanity, blindness and with confusion of mind. Now this is an area of our life where many times we become mad. Okay, there are people who are insane and do insane things. You don't expect such a thing from people, but their mind is totally in total darkness. Okay, they're doing exactly the wrong things in life. Okay, you can't even imagine people doing such things, but this happens. I want you to be open because I'm. we are going to clear this all out. Okay, there's nothing at the end. We only want to know the truth that we are free. But if anyone is going through all this, we need to help such people. And make a prayer of deliverance and break it. Okay. So verse 34. You will also be driven insane by the sight of what you see. So you'll be driven mad by whatever you see. Whenever you see something going wrong, you go fully mad. Okay. Many times it happens in our lives. Don't you see that? Yes. Sometimes when things are not going your way, you go fully insane. Does it happen to people in their life? Yes. Okay. Does it happen in your life? If someone is going through that, put an arm in. I also go through it. Sometimes when you don't see things happening, every time you, you wonder what is going wrong. Why is it not happening with me? Okay. Many times you compare yourself with someone and say, why Lord? Why me? Why not the others? But only me. Why am I only going through all this? Okay. <clears throat> Verse 65. Among those nations, you will find no peace and there will be no resting place for the sole of your foot. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing of eyes and despair of soul. Okay, so what will happen here, the consequences we encounter in our life in today's world, and you will all agree with me. The first one is confusion. We have put this in a gist. Second one is frustration. Savi, do you get frustrated? Yes. When things don't go our way, do we be peaceful with God and say, Lord, I know you are in control. Things are going to work. Or do we get frustrated? frustrated? When you are in a traffic and there's a big traffic jam, 
okay and you are continuously honking or you are you know you just cannot reach you got to reach the office or your school or wherever you have to go to your place of work and suddenly there is an accident or a traffic do you be calm and relax or you are howling giving bad words or you are frustrated you see you banging the car and say why did i come this road i could have taken some other road does it happen sir yes yes impatient so confusion happens frustration happens there is inner agony you are never satisfied there is total agony within yourself you are not at peace with your own self forget outsiders you are at peace you are not at peace with your own self now this is happens sir yes outside you are showing that you are smiling everybody meets you oh brother how are you oh wow i praise the lord everything is going well it's oh wow what a lovely lord we serve but inside you are crumbling you are like an egg inside you are fully cracked up outside you are trying to show that you are okay but you are all cracked up inside do we go through this yes now you can't lie here okay any one of you are attending this you got to be open with the lord if you are going through this put an amen through it we want healing today we don't want to come out of this without a healing we want to come out of this as a victor okay if this is what you are going through then this is your life you may be complaining and saying why does my husband or why does my wife have an issue why does my husband or why does my spouse only go through this problem why does my spouse have a problem with his kidneys why does my spouse have to go through all kinds of pain why does my spouse have to go through health issues he is a man of god he prays daily or she prays daily and why does she see this much suffering so there are so many people who are of this kind of prayer if it is you and if you are doing this you are not thanking god you are cursing god by putting telling god i'm blaming you okay understand this all this is an opening for a demonic to come inside your life okay so this is and cause an inner agony where you are not happy with yourself many of us are not happy because we are living in the flesh someone has passed an exam which was very difficult and you failed it by one mark okay if it is you you would say why lord somebody could have i could have got one more mark and passed that exam why did i fail or if someone got a promotion and you were not chosen the person comes behind you and goes ahead of you and you are just stagnant there for so many years you are in that same position it could be 10 years 15 years 20 years people who are coming much more junior which you trained have become much much they have become your boss and you are under them if it is you you got to put an arm in we got to break these stagnations from our life you have to understand that the lord never wanted us to be poor he always want us to be prosperous people think that christ when i have christ in my life i will only have suffering the suffering that we talk of is that suffering for his name yes we will have suffering for his name because the devil hates us when we profess god's name and bring his word to the others but he never talks of lack in your life you will never lack anything in your life you will always have plenty okay if there's a lack that's happening then there is a situation that is happening there's an entry to a demonic that is happening in your life please understand you need deliverance in that area okay another area is torment as we went through now if you are under torment it means there is a mind that is a stronghold the devil is putting lies after lies today we sang that uh, beautiful hymn you know i i keep hearing listening to voices in my mind that says i'm not you know i don't have it all okay and every single lie that the devil tells me 
that I will never measure up. So this is what you go through. This is torment. Every day the devil says you're not good enough. You're not good enough. God does not love you. You're finished. There is no future for you. How many of you go through this torment? Put an amen. We want to break it in the name of Jesus. Now this is a real torment because it is not something that comes once in a way. It happens every day. There's that lying voice of the devil that you listen to. He says, you're not good enough. See, your spouse is a drunkard. See, your spouse is having health issues. See, your spouse has problems. See, your job has problems. See, you don't have money to pay bills. Where are you going to pay the next bill from? These are torments that you suffer daily. Now, these are the lies of the devil. And we are listening to this voice all the time. And we are frustrated, holding our head, want to bang it to the wall and wonder, how does this voice talk? Why am I listening to this voice and why am I hearkening to this voice? So as we said, this is an, a kind of the demonic that happens because of a curse that is coming down. Okay. Why am I open to teaching on this topic today? And why this is important? Because the truth has to come into every believer and everyone who comes here has to put it into practice and see them out of this curse and into the blessing. Okay. Sometimes it also happens that we are stagnated in our prayer. We are praying for one year, two year, three year. Many times we are stuck in a problem and we are not coming out of it. Everybody else is praying and seeing an answer. But when I pray, it is there only. I'm just there wherever I started, I'm there. First year got over, I'm in the end of the year, I'm still there. How many want to see a breakthrough in their prayer life? Okay, this is not what I'm saying that, you know, Brother Vivek is preaching. Wow, praise the Lord, it's in our breakthrough. The Lord says it in his word. Do not listen to the preacher. The preacher can say anything. We have to follow what God's word says. We follow his word and put it into practice and see our breakthrough because we claim to receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So it's not a preacher that has any power. And this preacher here has no power. I'm against saying this. Okay, I'm without any power. What I do is just preach what God's word says because the word of God has the power. And the power is in you and me. It is only the truth that will make that power come alive in us. Amen. So as I again come through this, if you're facing in your life a lot of confusion, these are spiritual torments that you go to spiritual this is everyone faces nobody can say no i'm never confused i'm always clear-minded absolutely okay fine if you're clear-minded there could be an area of frustration in your life okay even if you say no i'm never frustrated always happy and smiling still there could be an internal agony never happy you always are unhappy you said i should have been a little higher if i was more richer i would have been more happier so if you have that in you there is an inner agony inside you of you making comparisons with other people and the last is a torment, which are those voices that are keeping speaking to you in your mind. In your dream, you're tormented. It's like you've got every time you think of something. It could be a person who's tormenting you or there's an evil spirit that is tormenting. Okay. What are the, what are the blessings in the spiritual realm that result from obedience? Okay. Of course, there are countless blessings, but I believe we are summed up in one short and beautiful word. The most beautiful blessing that we have is peace. Savio, do you agree? Yes. Peace is one of the best blessings. If you may say, oh Lord, I need money, I need my to pay my bills, I need to get this, I need to get that. 
think of for once if you have peace in you isn't that a sum total of all the blessings yes peace of mind if a person is peaceful everything falls in place because the lord is in his life he does not need anything because he knows that even his body is not his own his mind is not his situation is not his own everything belongs to the lord lord whatever happens you turn it for the good because you are in control of my life in you alone i have my liberty lord okay i take all my failures i take all my frustration i take everything that i have all my sin i lay it at your feet and in you alone i have my victory when you lay it at the lord's feet you say lord you will turn this around i don't have the power you have it you make it clear to the lord that you are powerful you are all glory that's what praise and worship comes out it does not come from a proud person it comes from a humble heart humility is the key to blessing in the spirit if you have that virtue god bless you all your life you will never lack always have peace in your life now scriptures during peace romans 5:1 this is something we need to pray for for all of us who are believers therefore having been justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ okay everywhere you see peace with god through our lord jesus christ i want to share with you every prayer is always made to the father through jesus jesus is not the end but the way he is the way to the father so you say father god i come in the name of jesus and when you take the name of jesus again i share with you or sharing that last time sir you remember yes. when we met up i was yes. sharing say suppose you are going to pray over someone or you or someone has asked you to pray and this is a realm of the spirit which you are entering in okay you are coming here for a friday session and you have learned how to make those prayers can you go there savio and say lord i pray in the name of jesus if it is your will heal this person if it is not your will please don't heal the person but i know lord you will do what is right for the person because i surrender yes of course you surrender to the lord but if you do not know god's will for the person can you make a prayer no if you do not know god is his will was to send jesus his only son to die on the cross to take every sin of man on on that cross okay author of sickness who is the author of sickness devil the satan. devil satan is the author of sickness so when you are actually fighting there you if you notice jesus said let your sin be forgiven and most of the people were healed when he said that because yes. the author of sickness is many times when we sin becomes a sickness in our life yes. when you are fighting in the demonic realm especially when you are fighting someone and someone has called you to pray and you are making prayers you can't go making prayers and say lord if it's your will pray for me heal the person you have to say lord i take your name i stand between heaven and earth i stand in the gap and i make this prayer in the name of jesus because at the name of jesus you have the authority in luke 1019 you say when i lay hands on the sick they will recover your word says that and lord i take your word and in your name this sickness will bend or bow to the name which is the name above all names that's the name of jesus first you will curse that sickness in the name of jesus like as jesus rebuked 
the fig tree and curse the fig tree. And secondly, you will directly make that prayer by saying by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, this person is healed because you know what Jesus took. He took the whipping and the smashes on only for us so that, you know, because of our disobedience, we, he, he got, we got his obedience. Every sin of that cross, he was taken. Every curse was taken on that cross. It means that you, that person you make prayer for has to be healed. He has no choice of not being healed because it's God's will to send you there at that time to make that prayer. Now, if Jesus had to make the prayer, would he make a prayer like that to the Father? No. Or would he say, you know, out in the name of Jesus? Yes. Correct? Yes. There was a command. So understand one thing. Commanding is a, a spiritual, spiritual language. You have to use that language in our prayer. Okay, especially when you're making prayers for others, you have to believe that. And especially if it's an agreement prayer as well. Because you believe before you start the prayer, the prayer is answered. If you're praying for a person who without a job, what would you do at the end of the prayer? Would you say, I hope one day God will give you the job? Or you say, congratulations, you got the job. Congratulations. The job. Are you getting me? It's yes. better to congratulate the person and say, congrats, I see you with the job. Thank you. When are the sweets coming? He says, okay. Now you operate as if it's already done because that's the way the Lord has taught us to pray. And then sooner when you already received that prayer, because remember your prayer is always answered. Whatever prayer you make is always answered. Believe and it's always answered in the spirit realm. So this is what the Lord has taught us. So let's take another scripture for peace. And this is uh, Philippians 4.7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yes, so that's what we pray for. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will be guarding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's, that's the kind of peace that we need. So these are wonderful, beautiful words that the Lord has given us. No longer we are guilty. No longer do we fear that somehow we are not pleasing God. We have peace with God. This beautiful verse in uh, Philippians 4 describes the experiential results within us. That's that result at having Christ within us. Okay. The peace of God will guard our hearts and minds in our, you know, total lifetime. Always the peace of God will be with us. Now, tell me one thing, Savio. Many times when the devil tries to bring those voices and tells you whatever, but the word of God comes in and says, peace be with you. Didn't Jesus come in with the disciples you know, and yes. say, peace be with you? Yes. Yes. He always says, peace be with you. Yes. In our mass, do we not hear the peace of God be with you and yes. we offer peace to others? Yes. Is the Holy Spirit bringing all this alive now? We've been doing it for years. Okay, we go to church and says, you know, may the peace of God be with you and share it with others. And you say, peace be with you, peace be with you. Do we do it as a ritual or we understand what it means to actually have the peace of Christ in us? Correct. Yes. Okay, when the peace of Christ is in us, I have nothing to fear because God is everything. Mm. The money is God's. The job that I have is God's. My wife or husband is God's. My children are God's. My parents are from God. My friends, enemies, everyone's from God. Everything is God's acknowledgement. Yes. That's why when you acknowledge God in your life, 
you realize that, Lord, who am I that I'm worried about all this? Because then Galatians 2.20 comes alive. So someone who said Galatians 2.20, it's one of the best scriptures in the Bible. It clearly says, I have died, I have crucified with Christ. I now no longer live. It's Christ who lives in me. Let your will be done in my life, Lord. Why am I worried about what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to drink? The biggest problem is our future. Lord, you are the future. Let me enjoy my life. Every day is a blessing for me. Isn't it, Savio? Yes, absolutely. So the, the thing is that we live with confidence in Christ, not because of the flesh. Nothing can happen. Even in that worst situation, I tell you, sometimes God turns a bad situation for a blessing in your life. It is such a big blessing that you can't even believe. I'm sure someone has experienced this. I put an amen because I know it. God sometimes turns a situation which someone says, hey, you, that's, that's the end. But I would say that becomes the biggest blessing in your life. Because of that blessing, things only turn exponentially in your life. Exponentially. That's why I say God is not a God who understands. We, we look from our angle and say, oh my, this is how it should work. God works exactly opposite. So that's why that hymn, God will make a way when there's no way. He works in mysterious ways in our life. So the word peace actually means more than just an absence of conflict. It means the wholeness or well-being of a person. Imagine to have the wholeness of Christ in you. This type of peace begins in the inner man. Okay, so it begins first in that spirit realm and then it leads to our total well-being. It affects every area of our life. When the peace of Christ comes in, it affects every area of our life. You'll be peaceful. Some people are happy with whatever. They are content. They have one food, one, one chapati and one bhaji. They're still happy. Lord, you gave me this. I'm happy. Okay. And they are smiling always. And the Lord always provides. They never lack in life. Some people have all the food and they say, oh, why this? You know, see the other people are eating such better food. Now, this is where you're comparing what God has given you. With, he has given you everything. You say, no, but this is not everything. This is only my needs. What about my wants? Who will give me that? So, <clears throat> This is where sometimes this can happen. Okay, so we are coming to this Deuteronomy part again. So the first part of our teaching was spiritual. Remember, we learned in this area, if there is any area in the mental area of your life, the devil is taking hold, we need to break it. Okay, there could be curses operating. Physical benefits. Now let's go to the second part of the teaching, that's the physical benefits. That's again the book of Deuteronomy. Uh, we look at the physical curses that result from not hearing God's word. And they are indeed many. And uh, I would say many people have gone through this. Now, <clears throat> this is actual testimony of people who are, <clears throat> who are who don't obey or disappeared into God's word. Those are people who have actually experienced such things. And they see sicknesses like never before in their life. Everyone in the family is sick. You may have seen someone whose family is always sick always in the hospitals. Every time they're either in one hospital, go to the next hospital. They can never come out of sickness. Either they come out and go into another sickness. So there could be a curse operating and that's where we are called to minister the truth. And I've seen people come out of it and never be sick again. That also has happened when they understand the truth. <coughs> Sorry. Now verse 21, Deuteronomy 28 verse 21. They're going to the physical side of it. The Lord will make the plague cling to you 
until he has eliminated you from the land where you are entering to take possession of it now pestilence clings to you this is what happens okay a plague would be pestilence basically clings to you it does not leave you it's continuously there with you okay so there are people who the lord will strike you with consumption inflammation fever feverish heat okay so this is what people have okay so this is people always having kinds of fevers or kind of you know cold every time they are coughing or the people are sneezing never having never they are being able to get out of those campings simple prayers you can break it in the name of jesus okay sometimes people are even get kind of you know they just they when every time they sneeze or they can't even bear a particular you know they have to take a particular tablet to come out of it okay uh, they got into some kind of you know something influences them they just continuously sneeze all the time or they are always into that you need to break it and understand that it's out in the name of jesus people have been healed okay this is the truth okay verse 27 the lord will strike you with the boils of egypt and with tumors the festering rash and with scabies from which you cannot be healed okay so there are boils from the sole to the feet some there are people you see who have boils i mean very extreme cases but you see people with blisters all the time or kind of you know tumors or every kind of thing happening there please remember god does not want us to have any of these things again i want to tell you the truth for all believers the truth is important and the truth is that the lord has paid a price uh on the cross but then you say brother then why are you talking about all this you know god has paid the price the truth is we are being redeemed by all this but that should not take us for granted but we have to make prayers to defeat this in the name of jesus okay so verse 35 the lord will strike you on the knees and thighs with severe boils from which you cannot be healed and strike you from the sole of your foot to the top of your head now i just want to take you straight to verse 59 of deuteronomy okay in all this brothers and sisters in christ i'm not here to tell you that all curses are going to come on you okay none of us are righteous but all i want to know is that we have to understand if anything like this is operating in our life okay in the physical realm in our physical side in the material side which will be during next time or in the spiritual side if there's always you are anxious you're always fearful you're very very fearful you can't live a life which without fear then we have to understand how to break it god didn't want that he did said not a spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind we always do that in truth timothy 17 okay uh so if this is happening if there is then the lord will bring extraordinary plagues on you and your descendants severely lasting plagues and miserable and chronic sicknesses now many times people uh, do not realize that many gestational diseases like cancers diabetes or any of these heart problems or any kind of other things always go down generations and and why does this happen okay there is no fault of the person it could happen that 
there is some curse happening in the family and nobody has prayed for the family tree and we make a prayer and break it in the name of jesus so that it does not go forward finish that it's it ends we also are healed and it's over okay so we have to understand this and it doesn't touch your family at all or anyone's family okay now let's get to understand what prophet isaiah had said uh, a vivid picture of the results of disobedience and rebellion and he talks of how it happens and how it, you know a particular becomes totally sick in the body that is isaiah chapter 1 take me to 5 and 6 before going there i just want to say one thing why do many of us as believers are enduring all these curses when we should be enjoying the blessings why there could be two reasons either because we don't know that there are curses or we don't realize that jesus has delivered us from the curses that we might inherit the blessing okay so we remember one thing jesus became a curse so that we inherit the blessing all this was taken on the cross there was nothing that was not taken on the cross so we have to get that very clear okay So yeah, take me Isaiah. Where will you be stricken again? As you continue in your rebellion, the entire head is sick, and the entire heart is faint. From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there is nothing healthy in it. only bruises slashes and raw wounds not pressed out nor bandaged nor softened with oil now i want to just share one thing with you how many of you truly agree that by the stripes and wounds of jesus you are healed we all say that scripture but the depth of that scripture there's a lot of depth in it. think of jesus being substituted for you and me as an individual okay and dying that death on that cross assuming we had done that okay there is so much power in that scripture when people just say by the stripes because i'll tell you one thing once you come to one realm of the spirit and understand when the spirit of god that's the holy spirit speaks that word from your mouth that healing is instant that's the power of god when there's the anointing that's why i always say whenever you pray stand into worship get into worship because the holy spirit takes over and when the prayer is made with the holy spirit that prayer is always an answer prayer otherwise you will always be speaking in the flesh and saying by the stripes of jesus i am healed 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 by the wounds of jesus i am healed and you be keeping on saying but do not believe anything because it's just a spoken word with no belief Jesus the holy spirit makes that spoken word of god the word of god come alive and active and when you speak one word in the name of jesus there is a lot of trembling taking place the power in that name is so powerful you do, you and i don't realize because we only see with our physical eyes not realizing that the spirit realm is more powerful and more alive and active than the physical realm we did this in our teaching 2 corinthians 4:18 that the realm of the spirit is more powerful than the realm of of you know of the flesh basically so as we go through this death i want you to imagine what was the beating that jesus took when we speak that scripture you need to know the depth of what god went through what he went through that he punished his own son that when we speak that scripture there should be a healing instant because when jesus said you are healed 
there is no more healing taking place there was only one healing took place that on the cross so we are believing in that unless we believe in that and we believe and speak that healing in our life that healing has to be complete so what happened here is jesus was beaten with a roman scourge with his fearful nine thorns okay his head was injured the thorns had pressed down on his head his whole heart was afflicted afflicted jesus died of a broken heart if you look at it if, you, if i just think of it this way the passage is an exact description of how jesus hung upon the cross and why he did it to redeem us from the curse by which a curse was we were supposed to be cursed but all those curses were taken upon him all these physical curses came resulting from our disobedience against god came upon jesus and he hung there on the cross now if you look at this very scripture in isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 and 5 the physical blessing actually was purchased for us by jesus he purchased this blessings for us and if we will turn again first of all to isaiah we'll understand this that the physical blessings were actually purchased by jesus for us please understand that the lord has paid the price many times we think jesus as a you know as a god who's for everyone but when when david prays he never said jesus is our lord is our shepherd okay when david says in psalm 23:1 he says the lord is our shepherd is that correct sabir no he said my shepherd the lord is my did shepherd. he say our shepherd there is nothing we shall want the lord is my shepherd there is nothing what he says there's nothing we shall want or i shall want no there's nothing i shall want why when we wrote the i confess boldly why did the lord tell me to make it personal and individual when you pray luke 418 on a situation the spirit of the lord has blessed okay spirit of the lord is upon vivek my lord himself my jesus himself has anointed vivek fill vivek with his love and set vivek free from every pestilence every evil or every barrenness of the devil okay so now when we put the name our individual name we are making that prayer of the lord on our names okay when you are making a scripture personal to you and making that prayer it's it's a different way of praying isn't it yes why this is it because the lord has a relationship with each and every one of us again i say this you can save yourself but you can't save your spouse and this is the truth you can pray for the spouse to come to the lord but he says no i'm oh she says no i'm not coming i'm busy i just cannot you can only pray you can't force the spouse and say you can definitely pray the blessings because you pray the blessings will always be on your house but the question of saving that person salvation can only come when you accept christ as you know as the lord and savior of your life do you agree with me sir yes you know you can't save your spouse correct sir Yes. but if she accepts christ as the lord and savior of her life then that's a relationship between christ and her there's an individual relationship of jesus between us and that is what we need the relationship not just the physical healing oh lord you know what i fall i've i lost my bag of you know and there was so much money in it now i found it thank you lord thank you lord that's just the physical need of was met but that is not everything did i have that relationship with christ can i talk of the beautiful times with him can i listen to the holy spirit who keeps on telling me do like this do like this i i will share with russell how the holy spirit tells me do like this do like that 
and i said why why are you telling me to do this you know and he says no i told you to do it do it and i said okay lord i'll do what you say and many times when i do what he tells me i see things i said lord you never told me this and you know sometimes this is my interaction with holy spirit i say holy spirit you never told me that i had to do this way and he said i told you but you never listened to me and i said i'm so sorry so we have a long lasting friend who's there with us all the time 24/7 talking to us but do we listen to the voice of the lord many times we don't have because our hearts are so busy and we just have no time to listen to god so that's why that scripture be still and know i am god is so really true because in that stillness i know that god is real how many of you listen to the voice of the holy spirit and do what he tells if you put an amen daily if you really listen to him you know he he talks to us all the time and shares with us things in our daily life do like this do like that and i'm or talking to him like like as if i'm talk to a person as so holy spirit you know I, i just want to pray and and in, and he's so wonderful that before you even pray sometimes you see an answer to your prayer even before you is a holy spirit you know he says it's already done i said i'm not even prayed he said because he knows our hearts desire are we in tune with the lord so much that we don't even even before we make a prayer the holy spirit has already interceded on our behalf with sighs to deep words okay some people who don't get sleep sometimes it happens to me i just pray in tongues because sometimes i know the devil always comes troubling with all kinds of stresses i just pray in tongues and immediately i yawn and i go to sleep i don't know when sleep falls this power i'll be doing a, a session on praying in tongues and and that's uh, you know when we do it there'll be a lot of anointing people would get the gift of tongues whoever i prayed with for the gift of tongues has always got it and got stronger tongues as well it's all glory to god not me but we'll do it because there's a power when you pray in the gift of tongues so and we can use that in our prayer lives all the time i i'd come to this point but as we close for today i just want to get you to one point to understand we go to deuteronomy chapter 28 and we see the blessings there are many blessings in it 1 to 14 but before that uh, sabhi can you before you go to deuteronomy uh, can you please take me to that same uh, can you read 53 4 and 5 you read that again isaiah 53 First four and five. Can you do it? Now I want to make this real to you. And when you make a prayer, make this your prayer. Can I just share the scripture again with you? However, it was our sicknesses that he himself bore, and our pains. that he carried yet we ourselves assumed that he had been afflicted struck down by god and humiliated but he was pierced for our offenses he was crushed for our wrongdoings the punishment for our well-being was laid upon him and by his wounds we are healed 
Now, Jesus took the physical consequences of disobedience that we might in turn have the healing. Okay, so healing was already given to us. Remember, it's not a choice, it was given to you. So it is God's will that you are healed. Okay, so the prayer that you make and say, Lord, if it is your will, heal me, is not a right prayer. Again, I say this. Because it's clearly saying that you are healed by his wounds. It is God's wounds that have healed you. So you have no right to say, Lord, is it your will? You need to know God's will in your life. Is it God's will that you be healed? If the answer is yes, then you say, Lord, I am healed. You didn't say, Lord, please, if you want to heal me, you have to heal me. The word of God clearly says it was his will to heal all of us. Okay, so Jesus took the physical consequences of disobedience that we might in turn have the healing. And by his wounds, we are healed. And that's very clear. Uh, by his wounds, it was healed for us. It was already done in the past tense. Okay, that's why in 2 Peter, when you see it, it's clear it's in the past tense. It's not that you are healed, it is you were healed. Okay, so it's clear in this. I want to go to one passage here. And this is what I touched me a lot. Matthew 8, 16, 17. We close with this in our teaching for this week. Now, this is how you implement this prayer of Isaiah 53. Five in your life. This is a new dimension the Holy Spirit gave me today. Matthew chapter 8, 16, 17. Now, now, when evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were ill. This happened so that what was spoken through Isaiah, the prophet, would be fulfilled. He himself took our illnesses and carried away our diseases. Now I want to ask you, Savio, is that in small letters or capital letters? In capital. What is the meaning and what do you understand from this? He himself took our illnesses and carried away our diseases. Was it done on the cross? Yes. Now verse 17 starts and this touched me today. This happened so that what was spoken through Isaiah, the prophet, would be fulfilled. It means the spoken word of God comes alive. Imagine yes. if someone is meditating on the scripture and he says, Lord, your word said this in Isaiah and your word has come alive in my life. If you are meditating on the scripture and if you believe what the Lord has said, you, verse 16 says, now when evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed and he cast out the spirits with a, with what? With a word, right? A yes. spoken word, okay? And healed all who were ill. Now, I want to ask you a question. If Jesus was passing by and you had a sickness and you can move in the spirit realm, do you know that you and I are spirits of it? Yes. Jesus has come and now he is there with everyone and you are in that same line and he's touching everyone and all are being healed. Now, when you stand there and you are saying, Lord, I am healed because your word says, I believe. And in spirit, you can believe the Lord touching you. And immediately you said, because Lord, your word had to be fulfilled as per Isaiah's prophecy. 
that my sickness is completely healed on that cross. I am totally healed. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Uh, if you go in that spirit realm, can you witness? Can you sense that healing in your spirit? Yes. I, 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 is someone understanding what I'm saying? Can you put an amen to what I'm saying? If you're not getting it, again I would repeat because remember one thing: when Isaiah prophesied, this happened so that what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet would be fulfilled. This yes. is fulfilled in my life, Lord, because the word has spoken. It is fulfilled in my life. I am healed. This is spoken by Isaiah. Okay, remember everything what Isaiah prophesied came through in the life of Jesus. When he said you are healed, all he said is that you are healed by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. Because he said it, it happened. And the word of God clearly says everyone who was bought, he never said some, he says many who were demon-possessed, he cast out the spirits with the word and healed some who were ill. Is that correct? All were healed. All who were ill were healed. So you and I are healed? Yes. So can we claim it and say that, yes, we are healed? Yes. And when you are healed, Lord, your word said it, and you always are true to your word. What is spoken is already done. I receive it in the name of Jesus. There's a powerful anointing when I speak it, because it's true. Are you getting me? Yes. Make Jesus Christ personal in your life. Don't just make him something that you can claim. My brother said to claim the scripture, I will claim the scripture by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, I am healed. Lord, you are everything. You are the breath of my life. I breathe you in and out of my life every second. Without you, I'm nothing. You are the very oxygen of my life. Lord, your word is the oxygen of my life. Without your word, I cannot live. I cry to thee, Lord. I don't want anything. Never take your Holy Spirit away from me. That's what David cried. And today I cry out to the Lord. Never take my your Holy Spirit away from me. Because let him always be with me. That's the best gift you gave me. And this is how we make prayers. When Christ comes alive to us, Jesus is truly alive in us. We will never lack in this life. Every believer who is on this prayer group, I want to tell you, we are going to do the medical material benefits in the next session. Everyone is a powerful session. How to come out of any kind of depression in your finances or any area of your material life, including the physical. We've got a little part to do, which we'll cover in the next this. But I just want to share with you, if this blessing, if this, this is helping you, uh, you have to understand there are so much, there's so much of power when you understand this. Now, Let's go to one thing and uh, what I'm going to do is pray for we've got 10 minutes we are going to close in prayer. Okay. Now I'm going to pray for the family lineage against a deliverance prayer. Okay. Now there could be someone in your family I do not know. You may say in my family there's nobody but you do not know. It could be someone in your relatives, relatives who's experiencing some kind of spiritual torment. It could be in your own life or in someone's life. Um, and there is some, some curse coming through diabetes, sicknesses, kind of drunkenness, any kinds of things that is coming down the generations. 
and uh, or any kind of miscarriages or any kind of sudden deaths or any kind of sickness that is there maybe not in your immediate family but in someone in your spouses their family let's pray okay now someone who's getting in prayer get serious in prayer because we are breaking things there's power in this okay so we repeat after me heavenly father heavenly father i come before you as a, as your child i come before you as your child in great need of your help in great need of your help i have physical health needs i have physical health needs emotional needs emotional needs spiritual needs spiritual needs and interpersonal needs and interpersonal needs many of my problems have been caused many of my problems have been caused by my own failures by my own failures neglect and sinfulness neglect and sinfulness for which i humbly beg for your forgiveness for which i humbly beg for your forgiveness lord i also ask lord i also ask to forgive the sins of my ancestors to forgive the sins of my ancestors whose failures whose failures may have left their effects may have left their effects on me on me in the form of in the form of unwanted tendencies unwanted tendencies negative behavior patterns negative behavior patterns and a predisposition towards sin and a predisposition towards sin heal me lord of all these disorders heal me lord of all these disorders with your help with your help i sincerely forgive everyone i sincerely forgive everyone living or dead living or dead members of my family lineage members of my family lineage can you think of the people in your life whether they are alive or dead your parents your grandparents can you forgive them by taking their names and saying i forgive you in the name of jesus whoever they are let's clean them out from our spirit this is a powerful prayer could be from your mother's side from your father's side could be your grandfather great grandfather could be the family tree from your mother's side and father's side it could be your uncles as well your grand uncles who have directly offended me who have directly offended me or my loved ones in any way or my loved ones in any way or those who sins or those who sins have resulted in our present suffering and disorders that have resulted in our present sufferings and disorders in the name of your son jesus in the name of your son jesus and by the power of the holy spirit and by the power of the holy spirit i ask you father 
I ask you, Father, to deliver me and my entire family, to deliver me and my entire family from the influence of evil, from the influence of evil. Free all members of my family tree. Free all members of my family tree, including those in adoptive relationships, including those in adopted relationships. and those in extended family relationships and those in extended family relationships from every contaminating form of bondage from every contaminating bond uh, of form form of bondage bondage by your loving concern for us by your loving concern for us heavenly father heavenly father and by the shed blood of your precious son jesus and by the shed blood of your son jesus i beg you to extend the blessing i beg you to extend the blessing upon me and my entire family lineage upon me and my entire family lineage heal every negative effect heal every negative effect transmitted through all past generations transmitted through all past generations and prevent such negative effects in all future generations and prevent such negative effects through all future generations i symbolically place the cross of christ i symbolically place the cross of christ over the head of every person in my family lineage over the head of every person in my family lineage and i ask you to let the cleansing blood of jesus and i ask you to let the cleansing blood of jesus purify every aspect of my family purify every aspect of my life of my family of my family send protective angels send protective angels to encamp around us to encamp around us and administer to us and administer to us your divine healing power your divine healing power even in the areas of genetic disability even in the areas of genetic disability all kinds of mental problems in the families all kind of mental problems in the family give special power to our family members give special power to our family members guardian angels to heal guardian angels to heal to heal protect protect guide guide encourage each other encourage each of us in all our need encourage each of us in all our need let your healing power be released let your healing power be released at this very moment at this very moment and let it continue as long as your sovereignty permits and let it continue as long as your sovereignty continues i humbly ask for your forgiveness lord jesus i humbly ask for your forgiveness lord jesus and for your blood to cleanse me of all the sins i have committed and for your blood 
to cleanse me of all the sins that I have committed. Please purify my spirit, soul, mind. Please purify my soul. My spirit, soul, my mind. Spirit, soul and mind. Emotions. Emotions. And every part of my body. And every part of my body. Destroy any evil spirits. Destroy every evil spirits. That have attached themselves to me. That have attached themselves to me. Or my family. Or my family. Because of these sins. Because of these sins. And cleanse us with the fire of your Holy Spirit. And cleanse us with the fire of your Holy Spirit. I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. And enthrone you. And enthrone you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And Savior. And Savior. For all eternity. For all eternity. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, one thing I want to share is, this is a very powerful prayer. I'm sure Jane will write it down. Please pray this again if you're not prayed it in faith. You can't just pray this as a prayer, believing, because you're, there are all steps in this, right? From forgiveness of ancestors, to breaking of bondages, to individual forgiveness and repentance. Asking the Lord to take control in your life totally. It's a very powerful deliverance prayer for the family tree. Many people are suffering because there's problems in their family tree. There's a very powerful prayer that we make and you can share this with others. Also, I recommend till we come till next week, read, read Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 to 14. Take those blessings every day. I want all of you will do that. Can you do that for me? Put an arm in if you can do that. These are the blessings that God has promised. I will always be the head, not the tail. You will always have plenty, never lack. You will always be able to give others. You will always lend, never lack. I want you to understand this is what we have as believers. You will see unexpected things breaking up and opening in your life. I want this and I pray that this is all, all of us, including me. This Savio, you're getting this? Yes. This is our homework daily, okay? Yes. From now till next Friday. And obviously, it will be for, for others. But we are going to do this homework from now. From today, right up till next Friday, we meet up and we'll do the second part of this teaching. It's a very powerful series. If you are being blessed, please share this with others and so that everyone be blessed. Okay, thank you very much and good night and God bless. Savio, thank you very much. Thanks, Vivek. Thank you very much, Savio. Thanks.